You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi and welcome to our very special Below Deck Sailing Yacht reunion episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. Might as well just get stuck into it. Yes, good morning. Get stuck in. I'm ready. What an explosive episode. Okay, you're not going to like me. I love you, Mev. And I think, what you say. And I think one thing we've learned, if I have something to say, I'll say it. If I don't, I won't. But oh my God. This is 80 minutes of my life. I'm never going to get back. And it's not because it came off a night shift and watched 80 minutes of Below Deck. Nope. I am actually so fed up of reality TV just going in with stuff done beforehand. Everyone knows about it, but then creating this narrative that they're going to spin in the hopes that more people will tune in. Like, if Colin and Daisy joined that first episode on the boat together... Like, being like, oh my God, we're a couple, we're trying this out. I would have been way more in support of them than I am right now. Like, they're right, Jesus, go off, do what you can, be with each other. But the way they played it, I just felt like we were lied to. Again, the same like the way Vanderpump rules. I know they all do it, but I've just gotten to a stage with all this shite that I'm actually over them spinning the narrative that suits the show. I don't know. I found that very informative. Like, I mean, of course, we said it on the podcast. We knew that that was not the first time they had kissed. 110%. But what I took away from the second episode in particular was that Colin was clearly banging a crew member behind the scenes. I'm not talking about, like, a castmate. I'm talking about, you know, maybe somebody who worked on the crew behind the scenes and Daisy was left a little bit flummoxed by that. I thought that reunion was the most explosive reunion I have ever seen. Like particularly episode two. Yeah. And I just feel sorry for Daisy. I feel even more sorry. Look, she, she put herself in the triangle. Yes. Yes, she did. She, like, I know a lot of people are going in on Glenn for saying, oh, Daisy should have pushed back more. And, oh, why is he saying that about Daisy and not about Gary and all that? I agree with that. But at the same time, Daisy should have pushed back more. She should have. And, yeah, I just, but I still feel sorry for her. She put herself into a massive mess and it went horribly wrong. I do think that what happened with her was completely wrong from Colin's point of view. Like, let's let's get it right here. We said from fucking day one of this podcast, which started with Below Deck Sail in your episode one, it was so obvious to us that Gary and Daisy had something at one point. Yeah. That, we said it on the on the show. We said it's the worst kept secret. How the fuck can Colin go and feign pure ignorance 
that this ever happened. I will never know because I don't think he is that naive. I really don't. Not Even maybe. if he does sit on a fucking boat in French Polynesia, you know, at it on a Zoom call, he's not that naive. No, it obviously suited him for the narrative that he wanted to create that he didn't know that this happened. Exactly. Exactly. He played into that narrative because it did. It suited him with everything that was going on in the background. And the fact that he was in a relationship, like he started a re- something with Daisy. He was in a relationship with, like, I mean, let's 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 be pretty clear. The, the, the girl he's with now is the girl he was in a relationship with just prior to filming, who we are pretty sure works on the behind-the-scenes element of yes. Below Deck. From everything we've read, we've read, not going to name the girl, look, the name is out there if people want to search for it, but this girl um, works as in creative photography, or videography and that kind of stuff. So going on stuff that we heard on the reunion it's it was pretty clear to me that she walked in the background of the show but i think for everybody else on the crew to know that that happened and had gone on and keep it from daisy is pretty poor and i think that's way worse than the whole you know daisy slept with gary you know big whoop fucking dog bites man you know or. Look, I think everybody who watches Below Deck knew that Daisy and Gary had banged at some point. Like, how could you not? How could you not? They filmed the last reunion while um, Gary was in London. He stayed in her apartment. They had this chemistry. They had, you know, kissed and stuff on the last season. Like, they went straight from filming to a hotel room. Yeah. Which is what it, we I, heard I afterwards, but I felt sorry for Daisy because she really struggled to get her feelings out and articulate herself. But see that whole thing where she was going, oh, yeah, I'm just a mad woman. I'm the crazy or the woman. Blah, blah, blah. I get that because that happens. That happens a lot. And for me, her reaction to that, like I would have been the same. I would have been the exact same. You know, you just go down this hole. Oh, yeah, you're a slut. You're this, you're that. And like, even though they're online, tra- online trolls, yeah. Look, if someone's calling you a slut every fucking day, it's going to hurt you. Look, at the end of the day, yes, they are online trolls, but it is an indication of how people are viewing things. Like, I mean, these things don't happen in a vacuum. Like, some people get called, you know, like, I mean, we've heard, we've seen this before and pretty famously, like, going back, like, several years, Jordy Shaw and Holly. Like, mm. Holly was absolutely abused from a height on all elements of social media because of her behavior on that show. And it really drove the girl to an extremely low point in her life. Now she bounced back from it and now she's, you know, a a champion for uh, people standing up to this kind of behavior. But it was reflective of how people were viewing a situation. So... These are the only people that are out there abusing it, but it does pop into people's minds. Online people are worse. They really are worse. Like, I woke up this morning and my phone was full of photographs of Raquel Levis or Rachel, I think she wants to be known as now, um, out having a walk wherever she is, Tuscan or whatever. And people are still going in on this girl. 
like still going in on it. And these are like content creators. And the shit that they're saying about her, it's like, would you ever just back off and leave the fucking girl alone now? Well, I saw, I read a very disturbing tweet and I'm actually going to put this, this account on blast because I don't give a fuck. You know, there's pointless answering these people on Twitter, but we have an audience. I have a fucking megaphone and I'm going to use it. Um, there's an account on Twitter called Earth. They're some kind of climate activists, whatever. But they seem to be very big Bravo fans because they comment on an awful lot of stuff. And one of their comments was, um, I don't think no always means no with Daisy. She looks <gasps> like she enjoys it. And I'm sorry, but fuck you, whoever the hell you are. Oh my god! For making that comment about absolutely anybody, it's disgusting. Yeah, no. Um, and I am gonna, and I'm gonna put this clip out, and I'm gonna link that person's account to it because I don't care. Because if you're gonna say that shit, you're gonna answer for it. Hundred percent. Nah, nah. I just, I don't think it's okay for us as an audience. I mean, we can have an opinion, but we don't need to turn it personal. I mean, we don't know these people. You know, they are characters. We can't judge them on snippets that we see, like snippets. I mean, they film for weeks and it's all edited down into 40-minute episodes. You know, we don't get to see. It's like Daisy said, there was a lot when she arrived and she heard what she heard and she put her walls up. No, we didn't get to see any of that. You know, so... Yeah, look, I don't think it's okay to get too personal with them. And I think Daisy, you know, I understood her reaction because at the end of the day, if you're picking up your phone every day and you're just seeing horrible shit being said about you, 110%, it's going to get you. And it's easy for other people to say they're just trolls. They're just assholes. But it doesn't change the fact that your feelings are hurt. No, and I loved what Chase said. You know, when he really kind of just tried to speak to Daisy one-on-one and just say, no, like, that's not what any of us think of you. We're all here for you. And that was really nice because he's always seen through the whole series as the funny one. You know, you don't take him seriously. But in that moment, he was. But Chase, you have to get, look, you know, not to get off topic, but Chase absolutely just has a heart of gold. And you really saw, man, he shows up with a, with his puppy in a fucking backpack. Like, if that doesn't show the measure of the person and really just emphasizes just, you know, how much of a, a good character they actually are, I, I don't know what does. And yeah, it just, I love Chase. I think Chase is great. Me too. He's definitely a grower. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, if if that if that lad grew any more, he'd be coming out your back like fucking Jack in the Beanstalk. <laughs> oh, I couldn't help myself, sorry. Oh, yeah, you just had to go there, pal. You just had yeah. to go there. I had to actually, when I was doing some when I was doing some stuff for yesterday's episode, I actually had to stop myself um taking a picture of a cucumber and you know. Posting it just with Chase's name on it, just for you, pal. <laughs> oh, stop. But yeah, and then like, look, there was other parts of the reunion that were, you know, I mean, Mads. 
I just, I thought it was so funny that, you know, Gary was the way he was before all season and then the way he was at the reunion. Listen, I don't believe for one minute that he didn't watch any of the episodes. Bullshit. I'd say Gary sits there watching every single episode. The way he he's... went in there with, the way he was at that reunion, he 110% watched every single fucking episode and he just went in there with that defense mechanism and that was that. I'm just going to deny it. I'm just going to deny it. Fuck off. We know you watched the episodes, Gary. 110%. And I hope you took a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror because you're an asshole. I mean, he's sitting there and he's arguing with Daisy and Colin about being in that triangle. Like he wasn't with somebody all season, making out that he liked her all season. And then making out like that, he was the bohort one at the end of the season. I mean, come on. Like, there was a love triangle. Down Under has now got a pentagon. Gary was in a fucking pentagram, which is two triangles stuck together. That's what Gary was in. Because he was in his own... He was in the one with Daisy and Colin. And then he was in one that he completely fabricated for himself, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I just hope next season we see a different Gary. I hope he learns a few fucking lessons. Like, number one, at the start of the season, you just came across like this CDL lad. And then called it. At the end, you just misogynistic pig. Like, and do you think he created this second love triangle and all this mix of shite just so he could? hold on to another season and make himself no i don't even think he thinks that far ahead i think he's just a dickhead yeah i i i I agree i do think this is just who he is and we're actually finally seeing fully through the mask because it's been pushed back on where he's always had the power he's always had the control in any situation that we've seen but this year he didn't Mads was fully in control of everything that happened in that relationship that they had. And that shone a light on him a lot more because he wasn't feeling all cocky and confident about it because he was on the back foot from the word go because he didn't know where he stood, where he's where he's used to being the one that's sort of aloof about the whole situation. But I actually, the only thing I genuinely believe about the whole thing is that he actually did like us. Yeah, I do. I think his feelings were hurt. But then again, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, his feelings are hurt. No, it was just his fucking ego. Well, his ego yeah. Well, look, yeah. Gary's got a massive ego, which again feeds into the whole thing that he absolutely watched all the episodes because somebody with that bag, big an ego is going to watch it. Is going to watch it back. Yeah, I hundred. I don't believe for one minute that he didn't watch it. And then let's talk about Colin for a minute. I mean, Colin is Colin. Everybody loves Colin. He's a gentleman. He's this, he's that, he's the nice one. Do we still feel the same way? If if we did musical interludes, this would be the point where I pulled up a song that went, no more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion, Colin absolutely has borne the shit. It borne three years of goodwill in one fucking season 
of being Mr. Nice Guy. We finally got did it in one season. I think he just did it in one reunion. Yeah. Look, we had seen, and this again, this is the thing. Three seasons of Colin being in the background with a girlfriend, always being part of the friendship triangle, the group with Glenn, but never involved in the drama. Colin was always the shoulder to cry on for Daisy, the listening post for Gary, the helping hand in the kitchen for the chef, be it Marcos or whoever. He was just the sturdy guy who kept the boat running and just a nice guy who didn't mess around because, you know, he had a girlfriend. Then, all of a sudden, we get to see single Colin, who is not actually single. In fact, he's got two women on the go. So, yeah, no. But it wasn't even that he had two women on the go. It's what Daisy said, where she said at the end of season two and the end of season three, he put these ideas in her head. Yeah. 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 Turns out he's just another boy with an ego. Yeah, that's player with a boat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all he is. He's a player with a boat. A yeah. You know, he's no no different than the rest of them. He just kind of hid it from the camera for longer than anyone else could. Like I mean, I, like we're not gonna troll anybody, but I can, you know, I, I I would wager that if we came back in twenty years, you would see Colin a little bit older, a little bit more overweight, probably, you know. Looking a bit like Tom Hanks from Castaway on that boat, and with some form of Wilson hanging on to him, and that's just where he's going to be in twenty years because that kid ain't going to change. What did you think about what Daisy said about him flirting with Alicia? Like fake news. I didn't... Fake, fake news to me. I thought that was. I thought that was a. Cur- Sorry, maybe I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I thought that was just a curveball. I thought that was. Daisy throwing something out there that she didn't need it. Yeah, because you could see it. Alicia was just like, why are you saying this? And for me, it seemed like it was another, I suppose we don't really know what their relationship is now, but it was a bit like, well, if Alicia didn't know that Daisy wasn't talking to her, well, that's the reason because you flirted with Colin. Yeah, I think watching the season, I kind of just saw it as a friendship. And then when I watched the reunion, I was like, fuck, did I miss something? Did I not look closely enough at that? But I don't know, I just as a friendship, like. If I had, if, and I have watched all seasons of Blood XL and Yacht, if I had never, ever seen Colin in the galley before, hanging with a chef, and all of a sudden he was in there, then I'd say she has an argument. Colin is always in the kitchen because he likes to help out the chef. He spent the whole of season three with Marcos in the kitchen. Yeah, he did. So to me, to me, he just fell into that same role. And I'm sorry. And I actually, I tweeted this. So if anyone saw this tweet, this was me. What kind of flirting is telling somebody that she's not as good as the previous chef? Like, I mean, who, like, I mean, seriously, if you're trying to get, if you're trying to bang a chick, that's not really the way to go about it. Because no, you can't beat no. the shoulder she cries on. You've just insulted her. And come here. I'm pretty sure last week on the pod, I kind of said about Alicia maybe going home to Australia and dumping her fella straight away, coming back to Chase. I mean, I was right. Yeah. Here. Like, I mean, let's get it right. Look at all the stuff that we have that we have got right this season. 
Like, if yeah, you want to, if you yeah. want to know what's gonna happen or what's happening in the background, listen to us because we are obviously like very insightful people. Gary and Daisy banged, boom, tick. Colin and Daisy were together before they got in the boat, boom, tick. Alicia and Chase were actually gonna do something after filming, boom, check. And God knows what else in between. She saw them budgie smugglers, and that was that. I'm telling you, I was right when I said that last week. Listen. Look at him and them pants, and she was like, that's it. <laughs> we saw how excited she was getting when she was blending a cucumber. So, like, you know, <laughs> can you only imagine how excited she's going to get if she's got a full one in her hand? <laughs> oh, but yeah, so, I mean, I think we've pretty much covered everything we really need to say about the reunion. Yeah, like there wasn't there wasn't really much more to it. No, and the only thing is, again, the whole drama, it's a bit like the last final episode. These three have taken the reunion and this away from the other cast members. Because like the end of the finale, we didn't hear anybody else's ups and downs, bar Daisy's and somebody else's we didn't hear no i don't actually mind that i don't mind that that was the most explosive reunion i've ever seen but it, it did do a disservice to the other cast members that's because i would have liked to hear, hear more from lucy because we were so on her side still are jesus she's brilliant and she was like it would be as if like you know i went and joined below deck or like donna if you went and below joined below deck like that's how i feel like we would come across if Donna joined below deck, it'd be the first year the crew ever voted a member off the boat. But anyway, <laughs> I wouldn't last a fucking, I wouldn't even last a charter. Like, come on. Oh, it'd be like the reincarnation of Hannah and fucking Kay Chastain all in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Vaping, vaping with a resting bitch face. But um, no, I, I do think it was unfair to the other cast members. Like we said, I said, and we said in the build up to it, like, how can you not show all the little bits between Glenn and Alex? Like, they just showed the water bottle on the head. Even there's the little bits between with just Glenn. I mean, yeah. for me, they were an absolute highlight of the season. I absolutely loved seeing them little snippets of Glenn when everybody else was off the boat. No focus on that. Lucy had loads of stuff going on. Like, I mean, she, not necessarily with other crew members, but she had her birthday, she had graduation, she was getting calls from home, she was upset. There was a lot going on. They never mentioned once the fact that she, like, injured herself more. Okay, they talked about her back injury, but, like, how could you not do a collage of every time Lucy bumped herself or dropped something? Yeah, that would have been Like, I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a massive faux pas. I think, when even when you look online... The reaction to this season was everybody loved everybody in the cast. Not particularly some of their actions and shit like that, but it was a great cast. It was a great crew, like, and I think everybody would like to see them all back. I mean, I really, really hope that we see them all back at some point, even on one of the other below decks. Like, I mean, they can't let. Lucy and Mads go. It's like um, Haley and Fraser. Like, I mean, we have to see them again as well. You know, there are just some castmates that come on to it, and you're like, we need to see them again. Like, 
Yeah, because they've got strong, they've got good, strong personalities. They come across really well and they give you a storyline. And yeah. Lucy is living proof that you do not have to sleep with everyone on the boat to be a very good crew member who produces a story, you know, yeah. who gives you a content. Yeah, I do. I hope we see them all again. And, and Chase as well. Like, I mean, I just love Chase. And, look, and of course, we know we're going to see Alex in Winterhouse. Listen, I can guarantee you, three years time, we're going to be sitting here going, "Are they still wheeling fucking props and out again?" Like, I mean, surely he's surely <laughs> he's infected too much at this point because he's been through the whole of Bravo. Like, I mean, you can. I see like him, him. And, and and Matt kind of let slip that he has a girlfriend. So I'm wondering, are we like somebody from Winterhouse? Well, I did notice that he is spending an awful lot of time with Katie and Malia. They're in a trouble. You no, know, he's doing an awful lot of traveling around with them. I mean, and I know he's probably doing an awful lot of work, you know, gearing up towards Winter House, but I don't know. Watch this space. Okay. I know, like, rumor has it, I think it's might be Katie hooks up with Tom Schwartz. Oh God! Because mm. I, I was actually just gonna say, like, I mean, if it's if if he he okay, he has a girlfriend. If he is with with one of the two, which one do you think it would be? My Mal- money's on Malia. Yeah, yeah Malia. Yeah. That yeah. surfy, sporty, yeah. captainy. I would say Malia as well. There's yeah. loads to talk about. But yeah, that's it. That's a wrap. Isn't with, it? The, with the eye roll. <laughs> Sorry, babe. I wasn't. I wasn't letting you away with saying that, and not not fucking not letting people know that you eye rolled the shit out of that comment. Um, but yeah, that is that's pretty much it. We can put a sticker on BDSY season four. We know they're filming season five. Gary and Daisy are in Spain. Woo! Yeah, it's- just just on that, the fact that you know they're over there, they're filming season five at the moment, and. Um, Glenn was on the boat and Gary and Daisy were, you know, people are like online making out like, oh, they're together because she's in the bathroom. He, uh, production probably paid for one hotel room and set up one hotel room. So, you know. They probably rented the room for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, just on that, when they were talking about, you know, the dynamic and where their friendship is at now. And Gary kind of said, you know, if we work together in the future, it'll just be professional, things like that. You know, I wonder, is that something that we're going to see? I wonder, is season five going to be tense? I believe, I honestly believe that if there is any tension between them, it'll fizzle out very quickly. I mean, they do have a bond. So I, I, it did enter my head watching the reunion, knowing that they're filming. I did think this is going to carry over because they're yeah. obviously between charters now. This is obviously mm-hmm. between charters at the moment. They obviously didn't schedule anything for when this was going to be filmed. They're probably going on charter. Like they probably went on charter either the next day or the day after. It doesn't blow over that quickly though. Yeah, look, I will certainly, when season five comes out, I'll certainly be, you know, looking for signs. I'll remember. I'll hang in a minute. They filmed, you know, the reunion at the start of this season so we'll see if there is a change in, in the dynamic or in their attitudes or you know if daisy's anxiety goes from zero to 100 yeah i i'd be interested to see 
because like I mean obviously they're filming and Daisy doesn't have time to do work on herself before this before this season because she's in the book in the middle of it so if she's going to change it's going to be for season six um, but yeah it, look it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out and yeah that's it Maeve any final thoughts before we just put a bow on this baby and send it out into the world no, but I just no, I just hope that like Bravo just shake up their editors and just change how they're doing things. Do you think it is Bravo, right? Like we look, it, we I kind of get frustrated a little bit with Bravo and their editing and you know, in particular with the housewives, because it's like, oh for fuck's sake, they're just talking about shite. Whereas we know what's going on behind the scenes in their real lives. Like we now have to sit and watch um, Beverly Hills when it comes out, knowing that Kyle and Mauricio are not together. And we're going to sit and watch a whole fucking season of Kyle denying the fact that there's nothing wrong with our marriage, like, and that they're fine and, you know, basically lying to the camera. So do you think it's Well, you, you do you know that they've come out and said they're sick. You, you have heard that they've already. Try to solve That's that right. problem by saying that they're back, to, that they're they're still together. No, they're working on it. They're working. Yeah, on they're it. working on but it. But then yeah. they they took out a five point five million loan on their house. Yeah, but that's so, like fucking broke. Now Americans do that before they get divorced in yeah. order to you know. Uh, because. Yeah, to to be able to divide up the, uh, the yeah. assets properly yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. buy the other fucking person now, but um. Or do you think that a lot of it is that you just see a bit too much online? I mean, I'm at the point now where I don't want to see any more of the Vanderpump rules behind the scenes. I want to wait until the season comes out to see it play out on my TV. I don't need to be going online every day and seeing videos and photographs of what the cast are doing and being filmed. And I don't want to know. This is just a symptom of the instant news society that we're in. Like, quickly flying back to one of the most watched episodes ever on UK TV was when Dirty Den served Angie the divorce papers. Oh my God, yeah. In the Vic. Now, nobody knew... For anyone who's outside of the UK and Ireland. It's a, a but soap. this was a huge... This had like 20 million plus viewers. Out of a population of 60 million, 20 plus million people tuned in. Okay, they didn't have a lot of choice back then, but still, they chose <laughs> to watch this. Watch Dan Sarvangi, The Divorce Papers. Now, all we knew was something big was happening. Yeah. If that was to happen this year, we would know exactly what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, because yeah, you knew Mick was dying in EastEnders. Was it last year? Because it came out he was leaving EastEnders. Listen, I heard Mick was dying. And for anyone who doesn't watch EastEnders, like, just go and look this shit up. But we do have good following in the UK, so you'll all get it. I knew fucking Mick was dying. And every time I turned on, on EastEnders, the fucker was still running around. I was like, what in the name of God is God? Have they not killed him off yet? It was just going on for so long because I knew Danny Dyer was leaving for about 18 months before it happened. Like that's, mm. yeah, 
that's just the, that's just the society we're in. It's the instant news era. Nothing can happen without us all finding out about it, and it does spoil things a little bit when it comes to television. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, we don't like some things to be a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, you still get surprises, pal. You find out that a cheese board isn't necessarily a cheese board. Mm, true. You know? <laughs> right. That's it. May wants to go to bed. Donna probably got to, has to go and mind her kids. I got to go and edit the shit out of this one. So we'll put a bow on this one and we'll catch you all next week. Take care. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.